we're shining bright and we're shining the light on us like no other neighborhood planet our neighborhood our world Today we have a special guest on our show. Tony Roker is in um, to speak to all of us about important issues about our health and our physical being. So, and we also have Charles. Charles, let us know a little bit about yourself. And also, Tony, tell us a little bit more about you, Tony. Thank you so much for joining the show. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Um, so, uh, I'm new to the St. Louis area. Um, from New York. Mm. New so, York, New York. A lot of big changes. Okay. Yeah, New York City. So um, I'm, I'm a retired law enforcement officer. Uh, I'm a mom of twins and um, a lot of new beginnings in life. Awesome. Awesome. So how you like St. Louis so far? So far, so good. I mean, no complaints. It's, you know, a lot a lot of people here are very nice. <laughs> you know, which is it's a lot first slower time pace. Um, well, I have I have a, a a best friend of mine that moved here many, many years ago from New York and um and I became here to visit and we loved it. Awesome. Oh yeah. wow. You nice don't miss home. That. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I get homesick, <laughs> but I mean, I go back and forth, back and forth to New York all the time. So, you know, I don't, I don't have to be so homesick, but, uh, right. it's, it's very different, very different, but the right. slow pace, there's so much to do there in New York city. There's like nothing to do here in St. Louis. <laughs> what I like about here is that it's very family oriented and, yes. you know, I have two six year olds, so, you know, they keep us busy. So that's good. You know, it's time for the slower pace. So we appreciate I that. I get awesome. that. Yeah. Awesome. So Charles, how your week been going so far? Hey, so far, so good. I can't complain. I'm still waking up, breathing, still smiling. Mm -hmm. I can't complain. That's right. How about yes. you? My week's been pretty good, pretty busy this week. Look like we're uh, ending the year. So I'm doing a lot of auditing. I'm actually a project accountant, Tony. And oh, okay. I work on very large projects down here, um, projects, my $500 million projects. I got about three of them going right now. So I'm pretty uh, busy. And today I was really running. So that's why I'm a bit late today on the show. 
just bear with us. Um, sometimes you give them little glitches of running, and I've been doing that quite frequently. <laughs> Trying to control it a little bit, but you know, it's what it is. Um, but it's going, it's going. Uh, we're at the end of the year. I'm very uh, proud of uh, accomplishments that I did make this year. I made a few changes in my life and, and for the better, you know, even mm. though the, the commute can be a bit far, I am doing very well with uh, where I am and I'm happy where I am. And that's the most important thing. You know, when you're working for people, especially you just want to be comfortable where you are. Right. How, uh, how long? How long have you been in that field? Seventeen years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, construction is my life. I love construction. I always push people into construction. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people kind of fear away from it. Something I did when I before when I first got involved in it because you hear about layoffs. Oh, they'll lay you off and things like that. But no, not really. You know, basically, you just go to another project from project to project and you actually see how things are built and what man what man can do and what God mm. has blessed mm. to be able to to do right. you know so yeah. because it's getting more artistic you know and that's right. the that and that's the fun of it you know just to see a ground and then all of a sudden 2 years later you see a full building and people walking in and out of it you know it's just mm -hmm. amazing I have, a, I have a thing for uh, real estate, and, and that's one of the things that I really enjoy. Like if you see a house being built in your neighborhood and watching it go from just wood planks to yes. a massive <laughs> house, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I mean, uh, and, and that's what made me keep going in it. My first project, my first project basically was on a mining aggregate plant, meaning that it was um, a, a mining area. And it's uh, just aggregate dirt and things like that. But we build drag lines. And drag lines are the big machines that go underground. Hmm. They're huge. And you never, I never knew how they were actually built. So they actually build them by hand welding, men welding parts all together. At the end of it, it takes a year for them to build those uh, big machines. At the end of it, you're able to walk inside of the machines. You see the machinery, you know, and just the um, the genius that has that mind to put all of that together. When they finished it, they said, you're going to see this thing walk. And I said, walk? You know, it's like a machine walking. Right. Literally, it was walking when mm -hmm. they finished it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just, it's amazing, you know, and that kept me going in construction. Um and that was many years ago, and I still enjoy it today. I tell a lot of people, you know, construction is the way to go when you have families. Um, learn trades. You know, trades can keep your life going. Trades can keep your, your foundation in your home financially stable. And I, I tend to tell a lot of young men that, you know, when they have um, kind of trouble thinking or, or, or can't decide what they want to do, it's just good to just go into it, just be a laborer. It just be a laborer and you will see the changes in your life and how quickly that change can be made. Charles know, because I brought him in. <laughs> right. right. I started I in, in Miami. Age, and he's good with the hand. He's good with the hands now. <laughs> yeah. The jack we're, we're forever evolving, right? So learning things all the time is you can't go wrong. You're giving yourself opportunities every time you learn something new. That's, That's right. 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 Got to adapt to, to your surrounding, you know. 
Absolutely. So our show is that basically we're going to talk and discuss uh, physical health. And we it's very important that we talk about physical health because we tend to take life for granted in times. And when we're going on in life and thinking everything is, is working out for us, we tend to work out, we tend to eat differently, and we feel as though we're so healthy when we make these changes, but yet there are some hidden things that go on inside of us that we have to keep um, keep touch, uh, close t contact with. And that's our physical health to make sure that we go to the doctors, get the checkups every year, you know, so you can try to help to prevent some of those things that can be more drastic in your life. And today we brought Tony in to talk about uh, her journey of breast cancer and how she has gone through it and what um, her journey has been and the positive, the I guess it's a positive uh, outlook on it and not to be so fearful and having someone to, to just hear from someone who has gone through those challenges. And Tony, just tell us a little bit more and um, speak to us and let us know the things that we take for granted sometimes. Mm -hmm. We just hear it from you you have gone through an experience which was traumatic, but yet you are able to overturn it in your own way. So let us know about that. Right. And, you know, I think it's really interesting and in just what you just said, you know, um, because sometimes um, we think we're doing all the right things, mm -hmm. you know, and I think a, a big part that is not told to us often is that we have to be our own advocate for our own health. Um, actually how my breast cancer was found was, um, I wanted a breast reduction mm -hmm. to help me, uh, with physical pain. Also, uh, for my aesthetic, uh, yeah. preferences, you know, yeah. um, I was carrying a lot. Right. So, um, I actually had a lump that I felt when I was about 30 to 33 years old. Mm -hmm. And I went to my primary doctor. I did what I was supposed to. You know, a lot of times this happens and it's not spoken about, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I went to my primary doctor. They sent me for imaging. I went to the sonogram. They told me, you're fine. You know, I was a young law enforcement officer. I went about my business, you know. Um, but uh, I, the lump never went away. It was always painful to the touch, right? Mm -hmm. so fast forward, I was fortunate enough to, to get pregnant with my twins. Um, who are six years old today. And um, I got to a point where I said, you know, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm grateful for what I have. And I no longer want to have children. And I'm going to pursue the breast reduction, right? Okay. Um, again, went to my primary. They sent me for another set of mammogram sonograms. They told me I was fine. Mm. Right. So then um, you have to be persistent. You have to be your own advocate. Right. Yeah. So my, my third and final mammogram sonogram. Right. They sent me. They said, would you like to have this imaging done? I, I didn't really want to, but I, I knew I had to. Yes. Three days later, they call me and they told me you we think you have stage two cancer. Right. We think that's the stage but you have cancer. So okay. um, it wound up actually being stage three. Wow. Right. Can and you tell I, us a little bit about the stages? You know, um, I know some people don't know. Um, right. We talk about what levels of the cancer. So right. tell us a little bit about that. Uh, stage one and two, or actually it goes to stage down to the, stage zero. Um, zero to, to two is considered the earlier stages. Okay. 
All right. Stage three is considered um, much more advanced, you know, progressed. Okay. Uh, stage four um, is metastatic, right? So it spreads mm -hmm. through your body and, you know, um, you'll eventually succumb to it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> so when I found out, I was actually stage three and um, everything moved very, very quickly from there. You wow. know, I was mm -hmm. diagnosed. Uh, November 2018. Mm -hmm. And um, by December 7th, I had a double mastectomy. Mm. Wow. wow. It's that fast. That fast. That mm -hmm. fast. And um, the following month, I, I began chemo. Mm -hmm. I did chemo, radiation, uh, the double mastectomy, uh, further surgery. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I was treated for cure. That's what they what they say anyway. But you know, there's no cure for cancer, right? So right. Um, had it not been for me being so persistent about having a breast reduction, mm -hmm. it would have been way too late for me. And wow. unfortunately, that happens a lot, you know, with um, cancer patients that um, they just get wind of their cancer way too late. Mm -hmm. um, so. Um, so yeah, so from there, um, cancer is, like you said, very traumatic, um, yes. which it strips you down to nothing. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I was actually trying to, I was talking to my mother about getting um, a colon cleanse or a colonic, you know, because I know that I'm getting up in age. I'm 30, I just right. turned 37 and approaching 40, you know, and so things like prostate cancer, colon cancer, those things are important to look out for, you know, at right. least get your the prostate checked and um, right. the colon cleanse. And, and it's kind of like preparing for the future. I know that um, in ages, it's, it's, it's prevalent in ages 50 and up, really. But I figure right. if I prepare today for the future today, you know, I'd be better off off later on, you know, and I won't be and I'll be good, you know, so. Right. I know right. we can't stop it, like you said, but hey, at right. least you can try your best to prepare for it. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And um, so it's just interesting that I went from wanting a breast reduction to help me with such minor things at that time, right? That seemed so major, right? Yeah. Really yeah. what was brewing inside of me all that time was, was mm -hmm. a whole different beast, you know? And, yeah. um, it, it, like I said, it, you know, it strips you from everything, you know, you know, yeah. I, I, was, I was a caretaker to my mother. Uh, she passed two years ago. Wow. I was my best, my best yeah. friend, my everything. That's yeah. what I love about yeah. you guys. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, you know, I went from feeling like this very strong uh, mm -hmm. provider, caretaker, daughter, mm -hmm. sister, partner to um just needing help for everything yeah and that and that's humbling it right. is yes so right 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 so that you know that experience um uh was definitely something that changed the way i view the world just that was not a journey even, right right yes. and i tell you i cried for for other people that i know is going through it you know, mm -hmm. I cried not just for myself, but to, yeah. to know that other people have gone through this, will go mm -hmm. through this, continue to go through it. You know, right. like it, it's um, it's a very powerful thing. You it's know, a true battle. Right, true. right, right. Yeah. And, and you know, I was I was looking up a few things about 
about um just having clarity in your in in life and how it'll allow you to prioritize the things that are important in your life you know like you say you were very persistent and that you can only get that with clarity and just know and having a, a clear path ahead of you you know sometimes in life we can let things from work inter interfere um just mm. in just life you know right. life happens if you're still breathing something's going on you know so yeah. it's, it's understandable but when you when you can come back and and just recenter yourself i think it's always an amazing thing you know Right. And you have a story to tell people, you know, and I, right. and I look at it like that. Right. And, you know, um, I, I'm a former basketball player. I played from when I was seven years old all the way through college, you know. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. It was it was fun. It was fun. Um, yeah. And um, one of my high school teammates, she passed from stage four breast cancer. Oh. She was diagnosed in her 20s. Mm. Wow. Right. Right. So and and, you know, this is. Like you said, Charles, you know, this is something that people used to consider like an older person's disease. Yes. You know? But there's people really, really young going through it. And yes. um, unfortunately, you know, she lost her battle. Mm -hmm. And but one of the things that always stuck out to me were her Facebook posts. Mm -hmm. And she, she, like every day she would post something and it just offered a lot of perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, she was able to, you could tell she was able to see life differently than anyone else around her, yes. you know, and, and you, anyone reading it would be in complete awe. Mm. And I would, I, I never once thought like, how did she get there? Right. You know, it was just something that you read and it was moving. Um, but then unfortunately we're, we're human beings, right. And a lot mm -hmm. of things affect you or resonate with you most when, it happens to you or someone you love, right? Like yeah. on that on that deep, deep level, you know, like familial like level, right? Yes. And, um, going through my experience, I shed tears for her and her family because I now understood the magnitude of of what they all felt and mm -hmm. what they went through. And um, so going through my cancer journey towards the tail end of it, I started asking, I, I became obsessed with this question. How does someone, how does someone get that emotional and mental clarity without having to go through something so devastating? Mm. There has to be a way. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I can share from my experience is that um, I believe that trauma and suffering is something that we all share in common. Yes, we do. Um, but it's those traumas and the sufferings that we go through mm -hmm. that allow us to, to wake up. Yes. Um, you know, and, and yes. even though those experiences, um, no matter how big or small you might think that they are, Mm -hmm. My trauma is no bigger than yours, and yours is no right. bigger than mine, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. But right. there is there is always, I always say that there is so much beauty in pain. Mm. If you look for it, it's there. And, yeah. and we have a choice whether we're going to allow those traumas and that suffering to last much longer mm -hmm. than they have to. You know, we can make changes if, if you know, that, that thing inside of you that's like, all right, I know I need to do this or I need to do that, but right. you're, enjoying it. you're yeah, the universe, your creator, whatever you believe mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. is going to keep resurfacing that until you deal with it. 
Right. That's just my belief and and how I see life there, you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, the first week I was diagnosed with cancer, um, I realized and I, I thought I knew why cancer happened to me. Mm-hmm. It was because I was refusing to make the necessary changes that I needed for myself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was my wake up call. Right. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah, and um, I will come. He will. He will show up. Right. 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 Um, So, yeah. So I I just think that um, if we can look at those traumas and and the things that we're suffering from and make those changes, you don't you you can end it. You can end your suffering. You can make those changes, you know, and and some people don't get to to wake up tomorrow to have to have those opportunities. You know, that that's the real tragedy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I really have a love hate relationship with cancer. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's a very sad disease. It causes Mm -hmm. a lot of pain. Um, At the same time, I'm so grateful for it. And I'm so grateful that it happened in my life and that I'm here right now. No, you know, it, it comes with also with, I think, any trauma and any mm-hmm. like change that you're making in life. I think that, um, you know, making those steps and surrendering yes. is a difficult thing, you know? Yes. Right. But when you finally get it, it's like it, you right. get the fresh air and a, and a, yes. a weight off, lifted off your shoulders. You right. know, you feel like you can overcome anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, how can we get to that place without near-death experiences, you know? Right. And, and maybe it'll prevent a lot of a lot of pain and, and all that that distress that we talk about. So right. I think that's a good question. I wish we could uh communicate with with people that are watching and and just see what the, what how they feel about the what the, the topic at hand. Right. Or I would love to hear like just from Insight. you guys too, like if, yeah. if if what has been something in your lives that really have woken you up, like it's time, like you need to make these changes. That's right. That's yeah. right. We all go through challenges. You know, we all go through challenges in our lives, you know, whatever they may be, you know, internally we hold things in, but we, we fight battles. But yet it, it and as I always said to my son Charles, you know, it depends on how you take it in take it in. You know, some things, you know, will come into your life, but as far as attaching to it, it's like we grab it, you know, mm-hmm. and you grab it and you carry it along with you. But it's like a baggage of, uh, uh, it's just like a bag of junk that you got there mm-hmm. and you're just dragging it along. Right. You, know, you got to let it go. You got to let it go and look at life differently and say that I'm not going to carry that with me. I'm going to look on a positive. I'm going to look a positive in, in a positive direction, even though a person may come to you um, a, a, diff, a a certain way. They're not expecting you to respond um, in that um, in that way that they come to you. You know, some people come to you with anger, you know, mm-hmm. and you go back, you know, and fight stone for stone. You're going to get you're not going to get anything out of it. Right. Your response is what's very important in your life. You know, when you are with any challenge that you may have. Um, I've gone through many. I got gone through a few things in my life. 
And um, it's just the way I uh, approached it. Yeah, we cry and we, we, uh, we've been through heartbreaks, things like that. It's the way I approached it, you know, mm-hmm. and um, just like uh, my husband and I, we've been married 20 years. And in a 20 year marriage, you better believe there are some challenges. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. There are some challenges and also choices that you make that you feel that when you're committed to someone, this is what I've committed to. And that's the choices that you make. And you move on with those choices and you believe that when you feel this, though, it's so traumatic to you to be hurt. You know, when we get hurt, we, that's traumatic for us. Right. In relationships, even when right. you just bickering back and forth, it feels traumatic to our hearts. It just, it, it's to me, you know, when people carry grudges. I don't like grudges. What are you carrying a grudge for? We talked about it a few minutes ago. We've spat right. about it. You have your way. I have mine. That's just mm-hmm. the way it is. And, mm-hmm. and, and let's move forward. Because yeah. right now we got to go get groceries. Right. You know? And right. that's how you have to live life. You know, right. you don't carry it with you. And you think positive about every outcome of life and and you do we do go through traumatic situations but as you said the journey was hard you know when you go through anything in your life you know the downfalls of life the journey does feel very long but as i always say it's temporary mm-hmm. it's your time to go through it mm-hmm. you know it's just in the timing of what your walks of life are are going to sure. experience sure. and it may be something more harder in front of you that you really don't know about. Mm-hmm. But you know that if it comes, how I'm going to take it and how I'm going to um, address it. Right. You know? right. So you're much stronger. You know, right. and I think a lot of traumatic situations makes us very stronger. stronger. Right. It humbles us too. You know, because you never think certain things shouldn't happen to you, but it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, and it depends on how you approach things in life. Right. So um, I, I do appreciate, as I said to you before, thank you so much for coming on and telling your story. Uh, we take life for granted in many times. And I like to talk to a lot of people, engage in the conversations that we have, because we all have something that we may go through in life. But yet we're able to continue to move forward. And as much as you can come on again to the show, think positive, speak positivity in the people and let them know you may go through something today. You may feel that this is the end for you, but only one person makes that decision in your life. No one else can judge that. It's only you and God. And you have to continue to move forward and keep them first. Right. You could get through anything as long right. as you carry him along with you. <laughs> right. And I, you know, I think too that it, it's it's um, something worth mentioning. I think is it's okay to sit in how you're feeling. You mm-hmm. know, like it's okay yeah. to be sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay, but just don't get stuck there. You know that that's that's what builds the devastation later. You know, and, yes. and we only hear one time. Mm-hmm. You it's know. temporary, you right. know, it's temporary, you know, right. just got to let it go right. and keep going right. and keep right. smiling. 
Correct. Right. 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 You know, I know. If anybody knows, you know, I know. I've had plenty of days where, where um, I was, I went through some crazy things in my life, and I felt like it, there was no ending to it, you know. And uh, but it was that moment when I decided to take control of my situ, whatever situation I was in, and mm-hmm. and mainly controlling, taking control of my life, and being in control of the the outcome of my life. You know, I don't want for any experience in my life to to get the best of me. If I'm still breathing afterwards, I don't want that to make me or break me you know it's just a uh, one detail that builds the character yeah. about myself you know so I, I try to keep my head tied and keep everything going and like we were talking about that mental clarity and being healthy eating healthy exercising mm-hmm. um, uh, normal therapy those things are so important to do because it helps you have keep that that prioritize the things that we have in our life like like you said, you have twins and and my mom, you have two kids, two, you have me and my little brother and you're married, you have to go to work and then you come home, you got to do the show. It's a lot to juggle in life for a lot right. of people, you know? Yes. And um, so I understand. So it's important to keep your mind clear so you can have that clarity and your a clear path in front of you. So. Yeah. And I think sometimes, well, for me going through cancer, a way to climb out of that hole was doing things that I didn't normally do, you know, mm-hmm. things that were like therapeutic to me. You know, I started mm-hmm. coloring in adult coloring books, like anything that helped me, you know, yeah. um, I, I began journaling, I began mm-hmm. meditating, you know, those were things that it didn't take away mm-hmm. what I was going through, but um, it, it definitely was helpful. I think looking back now, right. That it right. helped me climb out of it a little mm-hmm. bit easier. So those all those things are, are really important. And then, like you said, Charles, I think like how how it helps you later on deal with the next obstacles that come, you know? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's all a practice, you know, like in the beginning, um, I, I like I won't lie. I was I need to go here. I need to fly there. I need I need a mental break. I need to be yeah. somewhere that's not at home where I'm going through chemo, going through radiation, all those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I was just going back home to it. Yeah. Mm. You know, so yeah. what what else can I do? You know, right. and I realized meditation, meditation was such a great thing because mm-hmm. it, it allows you to go to another place just for a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it was how long the, have you been meditating? Uh since cancer. Really? Mm-hmm. I be, I began doing Reiki, uh, going to Reiki sessions and stuff and energy work and doing a lot of different things. Um, Cause when you're, when you're at that place, you're desperate. Mm-hmm. Right. You're looking yeah. for help anywhere. You, you know? are desperate. Right. So, you know, all those things combined offered mm-hmm. a little bit of relief, you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I realized it's not about where you go. It's a, it, no plane is going to take you away from, from where you're, right. you know, you're trying to escape from, you know, right. right. So you got to learn how to deal with those things within yourself. You know, yeah. that, that was a, one of the biggest challenges for me. 
Yes. And um, as uh, right now, we have to go through um, uh, station identification, which we're going to be taking a break right now. We thank everyone for joining in and listening to us and please engage in our conversations. We would like to hear from you and what you have had and challenges that may be going through your life and the journeys that you may be going through and you feeling that it's a long path of what you're dealing with. But do understand all it is is temporary and it will get better. Stay tuned and stay with us. We'll be right back. shining bright and we're shining the light on us like no other neighborhood planet our neighborhood our world I can't hear anything. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes. Mom, we can't hear you. Oh. No, we can't hear you. No. <laughs> you can hear us. Oh, I don't know. Well, she can't hear us. So I guess we got to continue on at least until she can get, get it working. <laughs> But I'm so glad you came. You came in, and uh, oh. you, you, you're like literally my first guest, uh, or our first guest on the show. And, oh wow! Uh, right outside the family, and, um, and and so I'm excited about that. You know, just to see things um, full circle and full circle. You know, and I st see where you started and see where you're going and see where you at. You know, so I, I just think it's a beautiful process. Like you were talking about that journey and um, I appreciate it makes you appreciate life so much more. And just uh, even just sitting at home by myself with no TV, I could have no phone. Right. And still be just laughing like right. it's all good, you know. Right. And it can be it can be World War Three outside my window, but you would never know. No, because uh, just that piece that you have in life, just from, just from, I guess, connecting with yourself and and nature and and right. the higher your higher power, and and it's just it's, it's life changing, like you said. It really but, is. But how can we get to that place without experiencing that trauma? But I, I look at it like trauma is trauma. Lets me know that I'm still living. You know, I don't know. Okay. Oh, there she goes. Yeah, I'm back. We were yeah. just talking about different traumas and um, 
I don't know. And I was saying, I'm not, that's a good question that she was asking. How can you go, get through life without, um, or get that clarity, that, that life-changing clarity without trauma in, the, in your life? You know, is, is trauma uh, one of those things, necessary phases of life or steps that we have to go through, you know, or is it something that we're doing on our end that we should have done better at in the past? You know, I don't well, know. You know what? And I, and I really believe that trauma sometimes happens to us. Yes. Right. 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 There are things that happen outside of our control and that's okay. It's right. True. And then there's things that, you know, you cause, mm-hmm. you, it, no matter what the trauma right. is there. It's so I, I think it just, like I said, from my experiences, I really think that the way to reach that clarity is to take whatever traumas that are around you. Mm-hmm even if they're so small, you know, and look at them and like, okay, well, what caused that? Dissect them, mm-hmm. you know, just like, um, I forget which one of you <laughs> mentioned like, a ma- oh, that was, that was you, um, you, you and your husband, right? Mm-hmm. You married for so long. It mm-hmm. takes work, right? The behind yeah. the scenes stuff, right? right. Those mm-hmm. are the things that I like to talk about. I like to talk yes. about things that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Not- so, but and it and it's ugly. It's yes, it's painful. Right. It's not meant to be pretty and yes, all right. of those all those things, right? right? But if we can dissect all of them and do that work within ourselves, right. it, it's you'll come out on the other end of it. You know, yes. so it's really yes. just dissecting the trauma, no matter how big or small. You have yes. to face it head on because the more you run from it, it's gonna catch up to you eventually. Exactly. Right. In life, you know, we're going to have challenges in life. You can't think of a life of being that, you know, that fairy tale that we all want it to be. There's always going to be some left, some ball out of left field that's going to come in right. and hit your household. You don't know right. what it's going to be, you know, as but it soon as everything is household and it can be dramatic to you. It's like, oh, my God, this happened to me, you know, because, right. you know, you're thinking that you this perfect person that has done everything right. Mm-hmm. And you, you, and then you have that trust, like that couldn't, that, that God's not gonna let that happen to me. You know, right. you have that in your heart, like no, right. He's not gonna let that happen to me. And it happens, right? You know, and, and you, and, and before it happened, you talked about it. You know, one thing about relationships and what people go through is, and and women we tend to talk about. Um, oh no, girl, because if he cheated on me, no, I'm out. Right. You know, first thing person to say you know oh in relationships the first thing oh no i heard it cheat on me i'm out of here i'm out of here right now right and you know what you're still there and right. then you have the rumors that circling around surfacing around you with the, the friends that really want the real friends oh girl you need to get on up out of there you know mm-hmm. helping to push you out the door mm-hmm. when all along that we all go through something in life we all make some bad decisions sometimes that we feel that um, we want to be in our ourselves. You know, sometimes we get that selfishness, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people tend to have that selfishness go on in, in their relationships, but you can't be selfish. Mm-hmm. And I always know when you commit to someone, you commit you be that one. You be that one person. I'm going to tell you one thing. 20 years, never cheated on my husband. 
23 years I've been with him, never had I ever had a feeling of it because, you know, the direction in the mind and the control of the mind is everything. What's most beautiful to me is how you take on what you have committed to. Hmm. The hardest challenge in your life is what you do good. Hmm. It's easy to do wrong. It's easy hmm. to, you know, it's easy to do wrong. It's easy to tell a lie real quick. Mm -hmm. But think about the challenge of challenging yourself and believing in who you are as a person. Forget about what everyone else is doing. Do it your way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people do look at you a certain way when you do certain things your way. Mm -hmm. But who cares? They're going to judge you whether you do it your way or their way. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather you judge me for knowing exactly who I am truthfully. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So you know what? Life can have many traumatic situations that go on in it. It's all in how you take on it and how you embrace it and how you move forward with it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to continue to have another traumatic time in your life that you're not going to expect. Uh, you learn fifty-five. You know, I know that something may happen. You know, whether it be a big flood in my house, whether it be the heart and broke down. Oh, that's traumatic for me. <laughs> <laughs> right, we are spoiled beings. Exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't want that. This car yeah. is not supposed to break down right now, right? Mm -hmm. And we feel that way, but it depends on how we're going to take take on yeah do i get upset do i get angry do i get a little messy in times yeah i do but i don't let i don't sit in it right it goes away yeah uh -uh, i'm okay now early i was like this darn phone won't act right i'm so tired i can't get it i can't get online and i was just like, fussy and fussy and my husband was like honey please <laughs> and then when I got on, I said, oh, I'm just fine. No, <laughs> it's working now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's so easy to get swept up in that feeling, yes. you know, yeah. like, and, uh, you know, as far as what I was sharing with you guys earlier, you know, I think what's also not talked about enough is the aftermath of cancer. Mm. Yeah. What is your life like or whatever traumatic experience you've gone through? What is life if you lost a loved one, right? Yes. What is life like without them now? You know, like how do you go about life? Yeah. How do you deal with that fear or that anxiety that you have? Like mm -hmm. cancer re reoccurrence is a real thing. I live, I live with that fear every single day. I will forever. Yes. You know? But how, how do you combat that? You know? Yeah. You have to kind of, like I said, always just reel it in and just remember mm -hmm. like, okay, right now, just like you were saying, you know, what, what do you have right in front of you right now? Right. Right. That's yeah. what helps you get through it. You know? Right. That's right. Whatever Appreciate helps you. Appreciate what's left. Right. Yeah. That's right. What's right. in front of you. And try to, try to build whatever it's, it's, cancer is so symbolic to what we go through in life period. If you think mm -hmm. about it, cancer yeah, is it a is. disease, right? So it's something yes. negative. It's something that's hurting you, yeah, right? So right. whatever that might be in your life, whatever cancer is your cancer. It can be a person. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Whatever your cancer is, you have to learn how to get rid of it, first of all, right? right. And then how do you move forward with it? Exactly. And what do you do with all that trauma that you felt while you were going through it? 
it's not an easy thing, you know, and, and right. that's one of the things I'm really passionate about because right. I was so lost during cancer. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so, in society, they try to get you to not talk about what you went through a lot, you know, right. and just focus on coming out the other end, you know, don't really right. focus on the, the journey that led up to the moment. Right. Like right. The la don't worry about the last five years. Just pay attention to uh, right. today, you know. And that's yes. like, and that's I get the thought process behind that, but it's not realistic. You gotta, like you said, you right. gotta dissect it. You gotta unpack it, or else you just let it sit in and rot on the inside of you. And so right. what? You know, right. you're, you're just unhappy, and it's eating at you. You know, so to yeah. let things right. out and air it out is such a good, it's a good feeling, and it's a good thing. Like we're like just with us being on this on the podcast today, right. it's a great and beautiful thing to let that out. And, and again, I thank you so much for, for coming on, you know, because, hey, these are things that we want to talk about. So I appreciate you so much. And you, you family now. You family now. <laughs> you suck. Well, I, I, will, I am so grateful to be here with you guys, really. Yes, really. yes. And we talk about a lot of things, Charles and I. We actually, um, we were talking about um, the therapy, the mental health therapies that a lot of people go through. And as I was saying to Charles, you know, but we people tend to go to therapists, but you tell do you tell them the down and the dirty? Right. OK, right. people go to therapists to make them look good, like as though they're on a date. Right. So right. I got to impress this therapist. But right. you didn't tell the therapist. Well, before I got here, I cussed my mom out and I slapped mm -hmm. my boyfriend <laughs> and I did, you know. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't tell all that trashy stuff that came along. And I, as a matter of fact, I stopped at the mall and I stole a few things. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't tell a therapist those truths right. that, that need to be told. Right. So it's like you share a certain part of yourself and not letting it all out. If you're gonna walk in such a dark part of your life, you want to tell everything that's there. You want to tell a person about your identity and who you are and what is causing you or getting, you know, to help you get through why you're doing these things or help process, you right. know, a life for you so that you can live at least a decent, you know, a decent, um, have a decent walk of life. Right. So you got to share everything. I, I, I would always say to Charles, I'm your best therapist. You can't hide anything from me. Right. I know it all. Right. <laughs> she want to be my therapist so bad. <laughs> so, and I tell him, I said, did you tell the therapist? And I know he doesn't tell him everything. Like I said, people walk around and they want people to look at them a certain way. You don't have to tell me and sell me a story. Just be who you are. You know, some people want to make, I guess, others feel inferior at some point, I guess. And it's not about that. Life is what it is. You can only live as true as you, you know, as true as you are a person. Mm -hmm. So if you try to be the person that you are just be who you are no lying no cheating just don't just be who you are as a person and you'll and be you surprised believe me you can get through many challenges in life just being right. that 
Right. It takes a lot to be sitting there trying to create this person and then telling all these different tales and, and trying to impress people in certain ways. That takes yeah. a lot of energy. And then you forget some of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think too, like a lot of people get so comfortable in their ways, even yeah. if they're unhealthy or whatever bad comes from it. It's, yeah. it's it's really hard to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. That like yeah. period, point blank period. Mm-hmm. But, but you have to face that. And that like, it's being honest with yourself, being real with yourself, being That's real. Right. If you can't do that with yourself first, then you're going to be lying to the therapist. You're That's gonna be right. Lying, you yeah. know, to the person at the gas station. Like, it's just going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Being over that comfort is a big hurdle. Mm-hmm. And 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 as you speak of cancer, um, my dad my dad died of cancer, lymph nodes, um, cancer of the lymph nodes, um, in 1997. His two sister twins they died of breast cancer. I had a lot of cancer that surfaced in my family, so these are things that you know we try to be conscious of in everything that we do. You know, not to say that even though we've walked these paths of life that we try to go to the doctor every year, we try to, you know, have all the preventative measures in front of us. But yet cancer sometimes can just get there, get there on your doorstep and be right there with you, even though you feel like you've done everything right. Right. So and to say that, you know, and, and to say that just to get clarity, life is temporary for all of us. We can't stay here forever. Whatever time is, uh, whatever point in our life where our number is the count, that's our time. God do take us through uh, traumatic situations that we may go through. Uh, It may be, like you said, it's our cancer Mm -hmm. and what we go through when it's traumatic. Right. But yet when we get through it and we're able to smile again, try to smile as much as we can and continue to and help others to smile as well and share that with many people around you. Because so many people feel as though that things are not going away, whatever it may be. Um, but it tends to hit you when you see people not doing well, too. Last week, I had a young lady. I was sitting in front walking the dog, and a young lady looked like she was about 14 years old. She was a young black black little girl, and she passed me, and she said to me, I said, hi, how are you? She said, I'm not doing well. But she was walking so fast, and she kept walking. But she said, but I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And she had a sheet wrapped around her. She looked as though she may have been homeless. And I looked back at that young lady and she was walking fast. And I said, I want to say something to her. I want to say something more if maybe she needed something. But she said, but I'm going to be okay. Hmm. And in life, we don't know what we go through, you know, or what others go through. But I'm sure a lot of people go through many challenges in life. But we just have to keep you know, our positive outlook on who we are and where we got to go. That's right. You know, and I will continue to pray, pray for you and your family because there isn't a journey for us all and we still have to walk it. 
-hmm. And we have to walk it by ourselves. Everything we do in life, we're by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Thank you again, Tony, for coming on to the show. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You're more than welcome to come again next Wednesday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we talk about I'm like, what are we going to talk about next? <laughs> <laughs> We talk about happy things too. We like to talk yeah. about happy things. Right. And, and I was thinking the same thing, like like all in all, like on the brighter side, we have these discussions with hopes to uh to ha to be happier and to live a happier life and a happier right. lifestyle. You know, that's the whole purpose of having discussions like this is not to necessarily fester on what we went through because I know that everybody has gone through something. But right. the whole purpose is to get to that place of happiness and joy and where that can be the new norm. The new norm is happiness and joy instead of sorrow and stress, you know? Right. And we gotta help each other to get there. That's, that's right. right. That's, that's how right. it works. That's, that's right. right. All in it together. Right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So thank you very much, everyone, for joining in Smart Black Woman TV on NPN TV. We're here 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time every Wednesday. So please engage in our shows. Let us know how you feel and let us know what you want to talk about. Again, thank you for joining us. Goodbye. Remember, drink your water and mind your business. <laughs> <laughs>